Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. Tonight, we're going to do a variation on time travel and Harry Potter, and we're going to endeavor not to repeat ourselves. Since a couple of weeks ago, Lady Holder and I did a very similar podcast to this that I totally forgot about, and it was called, uh, seriously, it was called um, Canon um, Divergence in Time Travel, of which mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time discussing The Hobbit and Harry Potter. Um, we were doing specific plot work there, so we're not going to do that this time. We're just going to talk about various characters who could time travel and why and what they would do um, and why we would you know, write that. So it'll be a little mm -hmm. bit different and hopefully just, and hopefully just as entertaining. <clears throat> so, like seriously, and Lady Holder is with me. Um, I am. And uh, uh, we're going to figure something out. But one of actually one of my favorite challenges, writing challenges um, in Harry Potter is the Reptilia Challenge. Um, and it's a challenge where you're giving a specific set of rules about Harry Potter um, meeting his Reaper in the afterlife and getting um, lectured about how many times he's died and how he was with the wrong person because Hermione was a soulmate and da 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 and there are all these rules right but the, unfortunately it's really hard to find one of those um those challenges that's actually finished I think there are like two or maybe three that are actually finished um and, and hmm. it, I was like what would be really cool is if um I was thinking about putting out my own writing challenge with that, like with a couple of different elements, um, just to see how, you know, I would, you know, like maybe like a one sentence prompt or something for it. You know, just do like some prompts. But anyways, it's just one of my favorite challenges and it's really under, um, under supported in the fandom. I mean, people, a lot of people start it. They just don't actually finish it. It sounds really, really limiting and weird. That, that could be why it, it could be too much. Yeah, because there's a lot of people who pants and that would probably drive people nuts. But it's only like, okay, the pairing and Harry has to have died a bunch of times and he has to meet his grim, um, his grim reaper and get lectured. And then he gets sent back. Except and for you the pick fact that it's a grim reaper. I mean, I, I could have swore you did that with Zier. Well, yeah, but not, not the same. Uh, because you know, no, not the same. I mean, Zier is 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 not a Grim Reaper. Zier is Zier, um, and Harry just died once. Okay, not a whole bunch of times. Like in some of those fix, he's died a hundred times. That's depressing. As far as we know, well, yeah, as far as we know, yeah. Yet, as yet, he he may survive. Yeah, 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 yeah he may survive. Yeah, so. I it is my prep. I usually send Harry Potter back, right? And usually I send him with whoever his partner is, whether it be Hermione right. or Draco or Hermione and Draco. Um, mm -hmm. But it would be really interesting to send somebody, um, somebody else back in time, like um, Minerva. Yeah, that's actually the first person I was thinking of, or Phileas Flitwick. Mm -hmm. Second person. Um. Minerva would get shit done, but the but the question would become how many bodies would she have? Well, I mean, why? Why My would she go back cool. in time? Mm. How would she do it? Would she get sent? Um, 
Would it be a soul regression or a time turner situation? I don't like the time turner situation because I don't want two versions of her running around. That's why I prefer to do like a soul throwback or, you know, mm -hmm. get placed in time by, you know, a, the god of magic or whatever. Because I don't right. want to deal with two versions of of, um, of my time traveler. Um, but it'd be really interesting... <sighs> be really interesting if something like she died like you know she dies naturally and um instead of going on her next great adventure she gets met by i don't know someone like bast well she is a cat right so i'm gonna um offer a suggestion the the um part of the books that you hate which is that bloody epilogue um, what happens if that happens, the kid, kids, children, whatever, arrive at Hogwarts, sorting happens, Minerva goes to sleep and she wakes up the next morning and it's umpteen years in the past and what sticks or she gets sent back to that time, something so that way she can see them or she sees them and sees people who've given up. They're living their lives. They're trying to be happy, but there's not really seem to be anything there. Well, she didn't see if, if she's she's a Hogwarts. She's the headmistress. She wouldn't have yeah. seen Harry, Hermione, and and Ron. She saw their kids, and she's okay. been seeing and she's been seeing Harry's kids because James is like what a third year, I guess. Yeah, that would suck. You have a point, Jilly. Jilly says, meeting the kids, then erasing them from existence. Yee. Well, it's Point. my heck, and those kids aren't actually Harry's anyway, but whatever. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch. I'm just saying. Um, if she dies naturally, then she would have watched all that unfold. Mm -hmm. So she would have met Harry's kids and might have, might have even, depending on her age, seen a grandkid. So live a full, long, natural life and seeing everything to the end and then what? I don't think she would want to change anything if, it's the, if, um, if she's that far gone. Because while everything wasn't perfect, Harry did live. And he, mm -hmm. and he did have a family. And maybe that's enough. So it has to be... I think if it's Minerva, it, it, it has to be at a different point in canon. Um, okay, so it can't be the end. An actual point in canon. Mm -hmm. um, like if she died at the Battle of Hogwarts? That would be dramatic as hell. Now, there is a... There is actually a story where Filch is actually Harry Potter. That the real Filch died. Um... And Harry Potter is has used a time travel. Uh, he, he's he traveled back in time, basically. I think with a time turner, um, and he's mm -hmm. like ten years older, and mm -hmm. things went to shit. And so yeah, he takes like um, um he takes Filch's place at Hogwarts, and so the other version of Harry keeps living his life. Da da da. And basically, he's accidentally created an alternate dimension that he's living in. And so by the end of it, everything is fixed. Harry wins. Young Harry wins the day, gets the girl Jenny, uh, um, and 
he's getting ready to leave Hogwarts when he sees Hermione and she's really upset. She's crying. Um, and this is an older version of Harry and he reveals himself to her and they, and um, he asks her if, she, if she wants to go with him that he's leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, and she says, yes, I do. I want to go with you. And they leave and um, they have their happily ever after. Yeah, but that kind of seems like he's still um, sentencing part of himself to be with Jenny. Well, yeah, the um, the younger version of himself who doesn't, who doesn't fucking know any better. Um, but that was just a story that was told. I mean, I didn't write that story. It was actually point. a story that I read. <laughs> point, point. Well, she's just like, I mean, honestly... Hermione is almost, um, her, um, her, um, Hermione's 18 at that point, and he was in his mid 20s or late 20s, something like that. Um, and honestly, she's probably still more mature than he is. <laughs> point. What if, like, you know, I don't, this isn't really about plotting this podcast, but, um, various, like, Minerva in particular is really interesting because, um, they never tap much of her potential. Yeah. And what if Dobby, what if Dobby left? What if Dobby left immediately after he was freed and Lucius Malfoy killed Harry Potter? Well, Dumbledore would probably be all, oh, that's just too bad. Let's go find the other one because he's got a spare. And Minerva would be tapping into her goddess side. I think it would be enough to send her back in time. With that ritual, because she'll strength the will. Here we go. <laughs> um, well, she couldn't use a time turner because she'd know that wouldn't work. She, I mean, she would have to have, um, it would have to be immense. It would, it would have to be. Um, well, you could have her with her. Um, maybe her in her grief, she, um, she, um, she, seeks, um, she seeks out Bast. I need to check something or a different cat goddess. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of different ones or maybe it's Zeer or maybe it's the goddess of magic herself. Maybe she's, maybe she seeks guidance from them because in that, you know, I don't know that Dumbledore would be, I think Dumbledore would be, would be outrageously furious. Oh yeah. But he'd also be looking at his alternate to see, can he um, manipulate and mold that kid? I, you know what though, he wouldn't, Mm. not that Neville, because that Neville is believed to be basically a squib. He would assume that their shit was cooked. Now, if Harry dies as a young child, a toddler Neville is someone he can shape and grow and check on and maybe even manipulate magically. But this is a kid that everybody in the whole damn school thinks is basically a squib. He's not going to see Neville as his potential new savior. Not for sheer magic, but what happens if he's manipulating the kid and, you know, um, you know, you get into the, into the position to it and we'll, we'll assist in the killing or I don't know. It... I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that would hit him. He would eventually have to turn to Neville, but it mm-hmm. wouldn't be instant. It wouldn't be, oh, this little whimsy. Oh, well, I'll Wait. just go find Neville. No, I mean, he would be, I mean, he would come unglued in that moment, but it would be too right. late because Harry Potter would be dead. Um, Very and maybe in the backlash of Dumbledore's rage, Min- uh, Minerva gets caught in it. 
Oh, all that crap at his office, all the knickknacks, all the, the, the bits and bobs. If he's throwing, you know, um, spells around and shattering stuff, all it would take would be a shard of something slicing across her mat. Well, no, I'm not saying he's having a toddler tantrum. I'm saying he literally loses control of his magic. Okay. Well, that works too. I mean, because Dumbledore's over 100. He's not going to have a tantrum. Um, it's, I think it would be just like a, you know, it's like a boom, you know. The wizard version of a sonic boom coming out of his body? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, the Celtic goddess... Or maybe it's with... fate. Maybe it's fate. Yeah, the, the Celtic goddess who deals with cats would be Bridget. She has a cat as a companion. Maybe Lucius killing Harry would be such a violation of the prophecy that everybody in the surrounding area... Drops dead? Is dies in the backlash of it. Lucius kills Harry. Harry loses. Well, when Harry dies, his magic go, you know, explodes out or sucks in or just the whole area overloads with frustrated um, prophecy, uh, you know, prophecy magic. And they... One, one by one, they're brought before fate. Whoever you may... And it could be your choice who they are. Dumbledore, Minerva, Harry. Um, Would you have them... Depending who else is in Harry's thread. It could be Draco. It could be Hermione. Mm -hmm. um, it could be both. Uh, I'm just thinking, if you're, if you're going to do that, would you have it where... You know, everybody's standing there. They can't speak, but they're pulled forward, you know, until they're pulled forward to be interrogated or whatever. And you can have some revelations, revelations that way and pass on some information. You can describe the backlash any way you want. I mean, could you mm -hmm. could just, I mean, or you can leave it open to, um, to speculation for your reader. In fact, it's a, the, just the, this, this will be the second time someone has tried to hit Harry Potter with a killing horse. <laughs> and honestly, why, why, why would any Death Eater point their wand at Harry Potter and dare to try to use the killing curse? Because when their Dark Lord tried it, he got disembodied. Why would they risk yeah. it? Yeah, the problem is, is Lucy isn't all that smart. It's just dumb. He's I wouldn't. Coming. I don't know. Pretty. I mean, it is dumb that anybody would point a wand at Harry Potter to use a killing curse. Yeah, because that's like you're, you're you're just courting magic. You don't you don't understand at all. That explains a lot about them. Well, yeah, they don't understand much of anything. No. <sighs> Ew, rebel, rebel, Ooh. go get in the corner. Ew. She doesn't have to steal her that way, though, because um, that's kind of gross. And like, um, Lily would have obviously survived that and gone hunting for Molly and killed the shit out of her. But maybe after Godric's Hollow and the the thirty first, Dumbledore brings the Potter's infant daughter to the Weasleys, and they adopt her, and no one knows any difference. Because if Molly stole her baby out of her belly, Lily would skin her alive. Lily and James wouldn't have been in Godric's Hollow. They'd have been at the mm -mm. burrow whooping somebody's ass. 
Well, that's one way to keep him from dying on, the, on that night. I've also seen it where Jenny is actually Lily's sister because Molly had an affair with Lily's father. Because he, he produced a, a highly magical daughter and she wanted that? Well, no, because all her kids are highly magical. It's just because she was a whore. <laughs> okay, but, uh, you know, I wouldn't... And as it turned out, only Percy... No, oh, like, only Ron was actually Arthur's kid. And, like... It's not really good on, on, on Arthur, though. I mean, it's says right? he's genetic, he was so, so disappointed. He was so disappointed that, that he went and lived in the muggle world. I can't say as I blame him. And, yeah, Hagrid was Charlie's dad. And... Uh, Percy was um, Crouch was his father, um, and the twins. Were, yeah, it was Sirius Black. Sirius Black was the um was the father of the twins, and I forget who the father did of um Bill was. Of, of yes, take all these guys for a ride. No, Ew. she did it all. She she was very apparent. She was a very attractive person as a, a young woman, apparently. Um, and the, I don't know who as who was Bill's father. I think I need my brain scrumped. Like Mr. Diggory? Yeah, I maybe. Maybe. Lord. 17 is legal in the magical world, Dark. Yeah. Happy birthday, Sirius Black. <laughs> I don't think that's a birthday he wanted to remember, though, babe. <laughs> well, she could have been looking in her in her day. You don't know. <laughs> Seriously. Apparently, apparently it happened on his um on his motorcycle. <laughs> Thanks, Jilly. <laughs> I look okay. up from slurping soup and I see that. <laughs> She's not wrong. <laughs> Jesus probably should take the wheel. But um Oh Lord. <sighs> I didn't write it. I just read it. I don't even remember the name of it. Well, how can you not? How can you not re repeat crazy like that? Anyways. <laughs> That's one way. That's a character you could send back in time is Minerva. She's um, mm -hmm. she's she she's uniquely positioned because she knows a lot about Dumbledore. She knows a lot about Hogwarts. She knows exactly where Harry Potter is. Um, she she knows uh, a lot about the war too. Knows a lot about the war. Um, but if you send her back starting in second year, she doesn't know a lot about the Horcruxes. Mm. And so that's an issue, um, unless. During their interrogation, Dumbledore gets gets it, like gets all of his secrets laid bare before Minerva, um, and she is chosen out of all of them to um, to, to travel back in time. Because Harry Potter would be twelve, I wouldn't pick him. Not not right. at twelve. Um, and if it's just if it's just them and, and Lucius Malfoy, wow. oh well. What if it is Lucius Malfoy? Where is Lucy? What if Lucius Malfoy tries to kill Harry Potter that day because Dobby left to celebrate and the curse backlashes and kills him instead. And he is forced to face his crimes before Zir. Um, 1979 or 1980 was when Regulus died. And he is told that not only... Was he dead? But that he had murdered his son's soulmate, and he had killed his son too. But his son wouldn't wouldn't die immediately. 
but he would die young and he would never love. Yeah, one or his soulmate or one of his soulmates. And that he mm -hmm. would never love, he would never have children. Then she asked him what would he do to make amends and he agrees to go back in time and that he is truly penitent repentant does he does she strip out the uh dark mark it would depend i mean it would depend on where he's landing um, mm -hmm. She might be able to disconnect the dark mark so the so the dark lord can't torture him or influence him, right? Um, and so Lu Lucius would have a lot going on. You know, he would a lot have a lot on his plate. You know, um, he would have to deal with the guilt of what he had done, um, mm -hmm. the the life he led as a Death Eater, and the consequences of that. And maybe she shows him the consequences of Harry Potter being dead. Maybe he sees the world destroyed. His wife, horrifically abused by other Death Eaters. Just, just the whole world ripped to shreds. Mm -hmm. Oh, the, the Harry Potter wiki I'm on does not have a good picture of, of Lucius. This is Lucius as the drunk. Yeah, you could do the stark reality idea with Dumbledore, as we just said in the chat. Um, mm-hmm. He honestly has the most influence, the most power to influence Harry Potter's life. Um, I don't always write Dumbledore as a complete asshole. Um, although it's really fun when you do. Um, mm -hmm. They said in the chat room that someone had written a Lucius Malfoy time travel story. Really? <clears throat> the only time I've seen... I I saw a I saw a time travel story where Harry and Hermione time traveled. They end up meeting Lucius and um, Narcissa at the train first mm -hmm. year, and Narcissa forces Lucius to protect, to kind of shield Hermione, so that the Weasleys don't even see her. She uses their mm -hmm. marriage bond to force him to behave, and and to treat <laughs> her with kindness. Um, and she tells him after the fact, he's like, what the hell? What was that? She And she tells him that um, that Harry and Hermione are marked by fate. And they need to be so careful. Um, and he uses the word mudblood and she smacks the shit out of him. You know, maybe you should send Narcissa back. <laughs> <laughs> because, hmm... I don't think I, it, it, if um, Lucius is smart, he's not screwing with that woman in the bad way. I don't have a link for that. It was definitely a Harry Hermione fic. It was. Um, I'm not even sure if I finished reading it. I'm I'm, I'm not sure if, if it was actually finished. If it was a work in progress. Um, I'm sorry. I just remember specifically that she forced him to be nice to Hermione at the train, and he was furious, and hmm. she smacks his face for using the word mudblood. Yes, as that Narcissa remember the previous timeline and that their actions got Draco killed. Yes, that's part of it. Um, do you know the name? And at some point, they issued a program where um, pure blood magicals adopt, um, kind of like patron, like like become patrons from from Muggleborn, so they can get educated about the magical world and hmm. um. 
Harry and Hermione create this mentor program. Yeah, there, there's some kind of program in Hogwarts where they're learning about the Muggle world and Dumbledore teach kind of interfere, but no one. Yeah. So you guys, someone find it. Apparently, it is Come Out of the Darkness by C-O-O-T-D on fanfiction.net. If someone can get a link for the library, I'd really appreciate it. I'd, I've never, I'm, I am positive I have not read all of it. So I'm not sure if there are any warnings or anything. So tread carefully. Yeah, that's going on my list of two reads. Um, ah. Sin says it was not finished, that it was abandoned. And that's probably, I'm not, I'm pretty sure that I did not read a completed fix. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, but like I said, I don't remember the warnings or anything. Um, but, uh, and I've never read one where Lucius time traveled. Hmm. Well, you know, to be honest, more often than not, if Lucius was time traveling, it would not be for the good. True. It would take some pretty interesting um, mental gymnastics to get him to switch. I think it would have to be, you know, him seeing the destruction of, of his family line. Um Maybe the destruction of magic and entirely, um, his way of life completely destroyed. Um, okay, so apparently the RT story that people were talking about was a Narcissa time travel, and she looped Lucius in. Hmm. It was called the Black Effect by Bemused Life. It was on Rough Trade. We don't know if it's finished. No link available. Probably not. Hmm. I also read once the story, and I don't remember anything about it, but this one scene. Harry becomes the, the new Lord Black, and he is meeting with people in Hogsmeade in, you know, a, a, about Black business interests. And Lucius and Narcissa have an appointment with him, and Lucius plans to kill him. And Narcissa doesn't know that he's planning to kill him but when Lucius draws his wand and points it at the new Earl of like the new head of her family she pulls her own wand and her own wand and blows his head off because she's a black <clears throat> and you don't point your wand at the Lord Black <laughs> unless you're Bellatrix <laughs> Well, in this particular AU, I'm not even sure that Bellatrix would have um, um, would have tried it. Well then, because <laughs> it was just like uh, they had some kind of family imperative that made them protect the Lord of their family, like the head of their mm -hmm. family, um, and that's all I remember of it. That's the only thing I remember. <laughs> yeah, Ellie comments in their family they would have to. Yeah, right. That's definitely a. Um family that would probably practice patricide if you didn't have something interesting in, in place. Lots of patricide. Like the loss of your magic if you turned on the head of the family? But, yes. Sirius Black was not the head of the family. Sirius of Black, in canon, had been disowned. So, if he was, I mean, he, and obviously the, that Lord Black thing didn't list, and you know, didn't actually exist in canon, so that's a different thing as well. Well, um, it would be really interesting, though, if that if it was kind of magically impossible to turn on your head of house that way, hmm. that you that you could not be a th a threat to their life. Yeah, that's the way I write it too. That he, that he was disowned yeah. by his mother, but not his grandfather. That's the way you have written it, both of you. Yeah. So, 
you and Julie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if, like if you had sentient family magic. Oh, that's an interesting thing. What if what if sentient family magic is the um, is the path back in time? What if when Harry Potter dies um, and goes to the afterlife, Dumbledore tries to talk to him, but gets ripped to shreds by Harry Potter's family magic? <laughs> All I can think of is, is that damn Griffin that you've got right? sitting there and, and ripping him to shreds and going, Oh, why do no Isadore. Isadore Isadore meets Harry Potter in the afterlife and she is sitting on what's left of Dumbledore when he gets there. And she's he's like, Hey. <laughs> what do you bet her tail is do is flapping and flopping and, and just, just twitching agitation to the max. You know how when a cat sits really, really still and all that moves is just the tip of their on um, their tail? Uh-huh. Like they're so irritated if they move like anything more, they're gonna fly into a million pieces. That's how she. Or you're sitting, going to, right? That's how she'd be sitting on his corpse. Uh huh. And she'd be like, "Boy, we have shit to discuss. Sit down, son. I'm you are exceeding the you. limits of my medication." <laughs> and it would be like. Why didn't you visit me in the main vault? Why are we just now meeting? What the fuck? What the fuck, Harry Potter? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there would, you know, what the fuck would definitely be her default. <laughs> and she says, well, you fucked everything else. We have, we're just going to start over, okay? We're just going to start over. <laughs> the next thing he knows, he's in the bank with a grip hook and he's 11 years old. Now, if she's kind, she's doing it before he gets into the cart. If she's, evil, <laughs> if she's, I think evil, he lands in the cart because she's pissed. <laughs> he lands in the cart. <clears throat> so yeah, after, so after he like, um, gets money out of his trust vault, he turns to Grip Hook and says, "Yeah, I need to go to my family vault now." <laughs> no. No, there's no, no, sir. We cannot argue about this. Isadora is waiting for me. I need to go to the family care. vault. Do, do, do you want to have a discussion about it? Because she's, she's waiting. And if we keep her waiting, and I'll be like, nah, we don't, we, we don't need to keep that 10 foot Griffin waiting. <laughs> you know, she's not tied to there. She'll just get up and walk her unhappy ass over here. I'll, I'll go to her first. Thanks. You don't want to be, I mean, I, I saw what was left of the last person who pissed her off. I just don't think you want to be a part of that. Yeah. Honestly, Dark, I'm pretty sure that even though Isidore is there and she's known and stick quotes around known, I don't know how much attention they're paying to her because I'm pretty sure most of them think she's tied to the vault. At least they did in the, the first story that you had family magic where you know everybody was surprised that she was at hogwarts when when you see the word i disown you i think of that old lady in that um commercial i unfriend you <laughs> that's not how that I works no that's not how that works <laughs> that's not how any of this works <laughs> <laughs> 
dishonor on you, dishonor on your family, dishonor on your cow. Um, <laughs> it would be, it would make my day if Harry Potter said that to somebody. <laughs> so, but I'm not sure when Mulan came out. I have to look that up. Um, uh. Apparently, there are a couple of different ones where Lucius goes back in time. Um, one of them's not finished. It's called Frozen Hearts Melting. It's on fanfiction.net. And the other one is A Simple Plan by Lyra99. And by it's way, on the... Archive of Our Own. Mm -hmm. Mulan, 1998. Oh, too bad. Yeah. It's not complete either. It's um... You can always move the, the movie back three years or something. Is that in the list? Oh, awesome. Julie's grabbing the link, she says. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I have not read those pics because they're not complete. <laughs> and it takes a lot of interest for me to read a work in progress. And that's, and that's kind of snotty. I know. I, mm -hmm. I'm not sorry. I'm not remotely sorry. But yeah, I mean, it would be really interesting if there was like family magic involved and there was, um, Cats Are Cool wrote A Marauder's Plan. And in A Marauder's Plan, there is sentient family magic and they have avatars. Um, it's very interesting. You're welcome, Dark. Um, wow, Ellie. But I would, wow, I would, I would caution you about uh, Marauder's Plan. It is long as fuck. So you don't want to start that unless you have a lot of time to spare. If someone could grab a link for Chili, I'd really appreciate it. It is very, 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 very long. Like several hundred thousand words long. It is like almost close to a million. Or is it over a million? Damn. It is 872,000 words. Oh, golly. But, like, it's actually told in several books. So it is, okay. it is segregated into several books. Um, but it's not separated. Hmm. On, on fanfiction.net, you can't list a series together. So it's created as a single story, but it's really a series of books. Um, and when she put it on AO3, she just left it that way. But it is a series of books. So you can read it in sections to say, yeah, for your own sanity and, and sleep, you can read it in sections. <laughs> it's because they're, they're defined books, not like just one big giant. Well, that's something at least. 800,000 word book. Um, 87 chapters. Oh, golly. So, yeah, but it has, like, I don't know how many arcs, like, the arcs were more clearly defined on fanfiction.net, but, yeah, I mean, you know, so, so so you can read it in arcs, and it's not like, it's not like reading one giant book, because they're, but it is, but it is a very big, meaty read, so give yourself some time, but that, but it's so time traveling, but it does have sentient magic avatars, which is really interesting. Is that I would like to have seen more of them, but there wasn't. Um, I, I I wanted more of them than I got, and apparently there are thirteen arcs in the first book, ish. Dude. Like the first books, just like it's thirteen arcs in the series. Um, but uh, what was I gonna say? 
I forget. Sorry, so do I. So did I. I'm still slurping. Um, the only Avatar I've ever written is Isidore. And that's in right. um, The Pocket Guardian, which is available on EAD in, in an incomplete fashion. Um, so, whatever you're thinking, well, well, that's not me. It's the only one I re remember. And I just... Oh, Chili did Awaking Family Magic in Aliyamoto. Okay. Jilly, for all the fact that you've got awake avatars, they're not snarky avatars who sit there and arrange the life of their charge. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody has to be in charge. And it's not Harry. It's Isadora. That would be the one. I don't remember. I need to read a Leomoto again. That was not like a, a a hint or like a prod. That was just, I need to read it again. I could easily stand to read it again. It's not a hardship. Oh, so sorry. <laughs> I don't think I had a point, Jilly. I'm really, I really don't think I did. A Leomoto isn't available online. Um, but the first time I saw um, avatars used for magic, it was in the Marauders Plan. Whether it's been happened, whether it's happened before in the fandom, before that, I don't know. That's the first time I specifically remember seeing it and thinking, "Well, that's that's some cool shit." Because at one point, the Avatar saved Sirius Black's life. It could be said that the sentient president of Hogwarts is the family magic, is the magic. Of the founders. Well, given that, what happens if it's in some ways that Hogwarts reach, reaches back in time? If you're going for slightly cracky. Um, I'm in the wrong one. Hold on. It's on the wrong chat. Uh. <laughs> I just saw her on your goat. Uh-huh. <clears throat> what if the only goat... Never mind. <laughs> I, I almost went in a terrible direction. Dark, thank, that's where I went. That's that's where I went. Oh, God. That the... That the <laughs> Julia's outlawed, um, outlawed goats. But I was like, what if the only goat Albuquerque really has is his brother? Oh, <laughs> damn it. You did. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that was rude, <laughs> Margaret. <sighs> I'm uh, sure you have Sam I'm sure you have <clears throat> anyways so I mean you know having let's go about Flitwick going back in time I think that okay. would be really interesting um, he's partially a goblin we don't know in canon how much of a goblin he is well you normally make him half and half and I've done that as well right yeah I mean yeah I've done it I just you know 
in canon, they don't tell you how much Goblin Flitwick is. Just that he's, mm-hmm. you know, got Goblin in his, in, in his. What if, okay, here's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Mix the Bill Weasley in there a little bit too. What if Molly and Jenny successfully poisoned, not poisoned, but potioned Harry Potter into a relationship that he was not destined to be in and it killed him? And the whole Weasley family is punished for it. Okay. And this is, and, and, Bill has to watch his whole family punished, including his own children, for what his mother and sister did. They defiled an ancient and noble house, or just an ancient house, whatever you want to do with that. They defiled, I mean, you know, where, um, ever how you want to situate Harry in your story, right? Um, right. They um, defiled magic. Maybe they violated soulmate magic, whatever it is. It could be, he can have one soulmate or two soulmates or no soulmates. Ever how you want to do it, they're being punished for it. And he goes to the goblins and asks for their help. But they refuse. Because they're just as furious with the Weasley family as magic is. Um, for whatever reason you come up with. Well, why is he left unpunished? He has been punished. They're all being punished. They didn't lose their magic. They're just being... Okay. Um, 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 their lives are in ruin. Maybe some of them suffer pain. Um, maybe, maybe they can barely function magically. Um, so they're all being punished. Um, okay. Bill's no exception. Um, so the only choice he has left is he needs goblin magic because he thinks that the best solution he can, that, that of, of, available to him is time travel. So he can prevent his mother and sister from doing what they did. Okay. And so the only option he has left is Flitwick. So he goes to him and he tells him everything he knows about what his mother and sister did, um, Harry Potter's destiny. He tells them everything that he learned from his brother Ron about the Horcruxes, about Harry's home life. He tells he just tells Flitwick everything, and he asks Flitwick if he will help him design a ritual to send either one of them back in time or a message back in time so they can save Harry Potter's life. Okay, so one of the things with this then would be um, how much does Flitwick know given his his ancestry? Have we got him being um, 50-50 goblin human and you know, connected to the horde, or is he? That's up to you. That's up to the writer. You decide what his role is, how much um, access to goblin magic he has, how much goblin training he's had. Um, and you know, you could write it where he doesn't actually have the ability to help Bill, but he does go to his father or his grandfather in the horde, relays what he knows to have happened. Mm-hmm. And maybe the horde changed their mind about helping Bill Weasley. Maybe they bring him in and say, you know, what what sacrifice are you willing to make to accomplish this? That could work because it's I agree. Um, who said that? Rebel. Rebels. Um, no, Ellie said it. I agree that I would actually, yeah, that that um, 
Well, who said it? Let me get up here. Margaret said it. I agree that I'd make Bill um, um, Bill Weasley sacrifice his life for the ritual, and that Flitwick would mm-hmm. go back alone. And that maybe they maybe they refuse to send Bill back because he is a human. He is a wizard. But they're willing to send Flitwick back. But Bill has to supply the power. And so he has to give up everything. His life force, his magic, everything to send Flitwick back. That's a hell of a thing. That would definitely... Um, he'd have to think pretty hard about that to be to be willing to do it. Because it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be easy. It wouldn't be. Yeah, but his children are suffering and they're not right. going to live full lives. And to combine the other, there's another comment up here about um, from Dark about the Weasleys and the Gryffindors. If there's, you've, you've written before and uh, the life debt thing between Ginny and Harry. Mm-hmm. So what if. Maybe it's the the debt of that, yeah. That's mm-hmm. basically destroying their family from the inside out. Maybe, right. maybe Molly has already died. Arthur's almost dead. Bill realizes that n- neither one of his children are gonna be able to have children of their own because the crime is so horrendous. Yeah, I mean, so he has to be willing to play, you know to pay the price so you have to make the circumstances they're suffering in quite ugly yeah it's got to be dire maybe his maybe flora's already died she's half vila maybe that maybe her magic was so um was fragile to the broken debt yeah or sensitive yeah thank you every day it was just not coming out of my mouth um so that he has you know, he has every reason to agree to do this. Um, and he trusts that, that Flitwick is going to do everything he can to to not let this happen again. And if he comes to them with this, if he knows that he's not going to go back, he's basically going to be the oomph. That's a level of commitment that the goblets could um, appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not doing it to get a second chance. He's not. That Bill Weasley is not going back. As Rebel it would be. Said, a, a yeah. Yeah. It, it would be a very honorable circumstance for Bill. Um, and it would also in a way kind of redeem. Him in the eyes of the goblins and make his. Make his desires to. Atone for what has happened. Um, more. More realistic. Mm-hmm. It would also mean that when Flitwick gets back and he relays all this to, say, um, Ragnarok and, and associated people, you know, the fact that, you know, buried in this this kid who they've got as potentially an apprentice or as um, a curse breaker is this much honor, even in the face of something so horrific. I think he'd be very careful who he would tell. I think probably Ragnarok would be the only one to know. Um, because he would need that kind of power to... Um... Well, I'm not thinking he's going to go babble it to everybody in Sundry, but I'm thinking, you know... Um, he most Ragnarok... certainly isn't going to tell anybody that, have, that, that Dumbledore could have access to, which means Truth. nobody in the public eye, um, nobody at Hogwarts... Um, 
it would probably be just Ragnarok because mm-hmm. Ragnarok probably isn't in the public eye. Dumbledore wouldn't have access to him. Um, well, the whole point of Bill doing the sacrifice is to redeem his house. Um, to remove the taint that his mother and sister put on it by their murder of Harry Potter. So I don't think he would take, um, see this, this young one isn't going to know all this anyway. You know, all this, all all this is going to die with the original Bill Weasley and all Flitwick, you know, Flitwick's goal to go back in time is to make sure Harry Potter doesn't suffer the way he did before and to make sure Harry Potter lives and gets his happily ever after and Dumbledore doesn't do as nearly much damage to him as he did before. Um, so where does, so Bill Weasley's suffering under a, um, a life debt curse or whatever. So he might not have as much magic to, to offer as he normally mm-hmm. would. So when does Flitwick land? Say it's say it's a decade after the war. Okay. Where does Flitwick land? Well, um, if we borrow something from Slytherin Black, which is the um, the threes and the or well, let's see, not do threes, but do sevens. So seven would put him back after the war. If it's a decade. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> I think you could. Yeah. Be, I think you could be joining. Actually, I think it has to take place. I think that he can't go back further than the life debt. So he has to come back. Shortly after the years. events of second year. I oh, think. Okay. I think he can't go past the life debt. I think that's a fixed point. Because the only reason they're doing this is because of the life debt. Mm-hmm. What was Chili? What was your um your seven year thing? I thought it was seven years. Where um series could only go back in groups of sevens. My shit's all weird. There it goes. Because it was a soul fusion. Yeah. Okay, I kind of remember that. It's been a while since I've read Slytherin Black. I'm going to have to poke at it. Arithmancy. Easy for you to say. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways. But no, I think actually it would make more sense if he could not go back further than the life debt. So he probably lands in his body sometime after Harry comes out of the Chamber of Secrets. So what, the summer between second and third year? Or it could even be the day. As long as it's after Harry comes out of the Chamber of Secrets. Or after Harry has rescued Jenny Weasley. So, if we're going to use seven, that's 14 years. No, no I don't want to use seven. Do you I literally use? just want to use the, light, the life debt to anchor okay. it. Okay. Because, well, if it's 10 years after the war, so that's what? That's 19, basically it's 1999. No, 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 no. It's 2000. The the war ended in 90, it's 2008. Thank you. It was, math. Uh Uh-huh. No, it didn't. It it couldn't have ended in 2008. 
No, that's that's ten years that's afterwards. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because if you did like, well, no, not my only weakness. You're so sweet. Thank you. Um, so if we did multiples of seven, it would be 1994, and that would be the fucking goblet of fire. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not remotely interested in fucking writing another goblet of fire pick. Not that I bought this idea anyway, but I'm just saying, I would pick. <laughs> I would pick right like within minutes of the life debt settling. I would use the life debt to anchor it. Okay. Because the life debt is basically fueling it. Mm -hmm. And maybe they don't even have any control over where they're going to land anyway. So they couldn't plan the ritual like um, like she did with the... Uh, well, I'm just math. thinking... Math. Um, the magical math. <laughs> Arithomancy. At least I think that's how it's pronounced. I guarantee you there's 15 different ways to pronounce it. <laughs> Arithmancy. Whatever. I put an extra I in there. <sighs> so, the thing is, though, is where was Flitwick when this was happening? He would have been doing his thing. He'd been doing his thing as a teacher. See, the thing is, is we don't know where he is. So you can stick him wherever you like. <laughs> the minions are bloodthirsty. <laughs> Probably, yeah, probably in his office or in his classroom. Mm -hmm. um, just, just doing it. He's just doing his Flitwick thing. So when he gets... Well, he wouldn't have to look for Jenny. If if he land. I mean, obviously he's going to figure out where he is and what and when he landed. Because I don't mm -hmm. think he will know until, he, uh, until he's there. Right. He's Flitwicking about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the thing is, is Flitwick is... Um, He's a good person. He's not going to murder anybody. He's going to have to figure out how to maneuver these these obstacles and these people around in such a way that he doesn't compromise his own values. Well, if he's on scene, he might start talking and or, you know, what's going on with this, my boy? And, you know, being the first person on site. Would that work? Well, it depends on when he lands. Like, that's your choice as the writer, right? Um, and then you have to... Ha he he needs to, like, dig in deep and figure out how he's going to protect Harry Potter. How he's going to deflect these various things that are coming his way. What's he going to do about the Horcruxes? Is he going... You know, he's obviously going to speak to Ragnarok about that. And um, You could even have the goblins literally take care of all the Horcruxes for you. Except perhaps the one that, that's in Harry. They've got the one in the bank, so they've got a they've got a starting point. But I think that Flitwick going back in time would be a very quiet, thoughtful fic. I think he would probably be on hand to make sure Sirius Black got declared innocent. Always just to the side of the action, always there, always involved, but never, never the one with the spotlight on him. Right, just kind of just in the background, kind of moving things around, protecting Harry Potter. Oh, mm -hmm. no, you don't. I'm going to put that. No, no, no. Here, here, Harry, have this um, flushing drought. Just take this every day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> here, have this medallion. You'll sleep better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it belonged to your mother. Just little lies. Just, just little lies. Um <clears throat> But I just, 
I think he'd be a very quiet um, influence. And it would be a very soft, very intelligent fic where he would just be, and he, he, he he's not murderous, you know? And so if, if you want to go on a murder spree, you don't send Phileas Flitwick back in time. No. You send Minerva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or Dobby. <laughs> Well, Minerva, and if she if she hooks up with Jonah McGregor, to borrow your character, that's pretty much murder guaranteed. But see, here's the thing about school, and specifically about school environments and bullying. Teachers only know what they're told. Minerva has a lot on her plate. Yes. She is... A head of house, she's the deputy headmistress, and she's doing most of Dumbledore's job. She barely has time to sleep, probably. Plus, she's got her own grading to do. Her uh, I mean, uh, Does the woman ever sleep? I think probably a not. she's a cat. I'm pretty sure that uh, in between classes, she curls up and, and takes a brief nap. But Flintwick, not knowing about the bullying in his house, speaks to a couple things. One, the prefix are covering it up. No one is reporting this to him. Because he doesn't strike me in canon as a character who would have tolerated that shit if he'd known about it. Should he have known about it? Yes. Yes. But he didn't. And that's how schools operate. Especially I was bullied viciously when I got tits because I was the only one who had them. If you asked any one of my teachers at schools if, if I was bullied, they would all say no. Because I never said a word. I never let on to any of them that it was going on. Because if you've ever been bullied, you know if you tell on a bully, it's going to be ten times worse than what you're currently dealing with. Because that kind of thing just escalates. Mm -hmm. It's like waving a, a flag in front of the bull. Now, I'm not saying that Flitwick shouldn't have... I mean, he should have known. He should have realized it, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. Because teachers don't. Which is why it's it's, it's a, a lovely side trope to have him be aware and have him take care of things. You know. Um, to have someone go, hey, you know, your little, your little chicks are being assholes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're not, you know, I mean, yeah, Barker said good teachers don't know and bad ones don't care. Yeah, that's true. That's mm -hmm. true. And I don't think I don't think particularly either Minerva or Flitwick are bad teachers. They're just overworked and probably in all honestly just really really tired. <laughs> Cuz that is a small staff for a boarding school. It is. And how also did how did none of them have assistants? Because why aren't there assisting it. teachers? Because she said there were thousands of students there, actually. Thousands. Excuse me while I shudder in horror? The hell over. <laughs> rude, Shadow, rude. <laughs> but true. true. Um, but yeah, I mean, so... You got to, when you're plotting something like this, you have to take into account... Um, Ripples. The lack of planning... And ripple effect, or rip, the and ripple management that didn't happen in the original work. And also keep in mind that 
Harry Potter is basically told from Harry Potter's point of view, and he is the least curious character in the existing in the existence of fictional characters. Curious George, he is not. I mean, I think we'd all have learned a lot more about Hogwarts if it had been Hermione Granger in the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> what do you bet Minerva's got a time turner? <laughs> maybe maybe Hermione borrowed um, Minerva's time turner. That would explain but, why she retired that year. So Rebel says her nephew has just gone to boarding school in the UK. His house has eight housemasters, and that's just for the 13 and 16-year-olds. The 9 through 12 have eight, and that's per house. Yeah. And the whole prefix situation, or prefect situation, didn't seem to make sense either. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you just have to, you got to look at it. And figure out which ripples you want to address that were not addressed in canon. And just work with it and rearrange the character to suit yourself. <laughs> yeah, the problem with all this, guys, and I'm, I'm looking at Dark's comment um, about magical school in Asia. We're all looking at it from the, the, the um, perspective of reality and, and trying to pick it apart and make it actually work after the fact. You know, um, we talked earlier in the week about, um, I, actually it was in the, um, Minion headquarters group about how in the Patrick Shepard, um, uh, podcast, we talked about how long it would actually have taken to build the Prometheus, the Daedalus, the Daedalus and the, the Apollo. Um, and the fact of the matter is that in reality, it would have taken between four and 20 years to design and build the Prometheus. It is bigger than a Navy destroyer. It is on par with a nuclear, an Ohio-class nuclear submarine, but it mm -hmm. is actually still a little bit bigger than an Ohio-class nuclear submarine. And she's brought, and it brought her at the beam too, because yeah, the, the Ohio-class subs are big, but they're not as broad as the Prometheus is. But apparently, the Prometheus had thirty-six levels. Thirty-six levels. In what it, universe? In theirs. Dude, that's more levels than an aircraft carrier has. I know. The hell? So, okay, so four to 20 years, right? Just for, like, design, development. Um, that's not even counting commissioning. Right. Because there and could be up to a testing. year between the, the last day of construction and actual commission. Um, and apparently in SGC Canon, they also piecemealed all the parts out to different companies. And put it together like a giant So, big, realistically um, speaking, the Prometheus should not exist. But you cannot, you cannot put on a fictional environment reality and expect it to make sense. You can't say, I'm going to accept this part of fictional science, but I'm not going to accept this part of fictional science. You can't say, okay, I'm going to accept that they can go through wormholes, but I'm not going to accept that they can build a ship in two years. The only way I could see it if they did that is if the Asgard came in and grew the ship from, for them from scratch and um, basically but obviously did they let didn't. them in. Well, yeah, I know, but 
that's the only way I can think of that you could get away with even doing the hand wave routine. Okay. That's the thing because, though. You can't just piecemeal it. You can't yeah. say, I, th th that's like an Iron Man saying that you don't think that it's possible to have a new, uh, um, a miniature nuclear fusion reactor when Tony Stark has one in his chest. Now we know in reality, Tony Stark could not survive that. Not so much. No. I mean, if he hadn't died of infection in that cave, it would have been a fucking miracle. Mm -hmm. So when you look at an environment, whether it's magical or whether it's science fiction, you have to accept the science on which it's built. If you can't, then your suspension of disbelief is broken and therefore there's no enjoyment for you to be had. And at least try to get a firm grasp on, on the science such as it is um, for the universe, or at least figure out something that blends with it. When you hand wave makes it easier at least. Yeah, when Pepper Pot stuck her whole hand down in Tony Stark's chest, I went, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, Marvel, <laughs> sure. Yeah, no. But that's the science that you have to accept and deal with in the MCU. You either accept it wholesale or you don't, and your suspension of disbelief is broken in several pieces on the floor, and all the king's men and all the king's horses can't put it back together. Although, I don't know why they used the horses to begin with. I'm just saying. Maybe it was a position. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right? They don't even have thumbs. How could they possibly <sighs> participate in that puzzle? Anyways. I actually know somebody who, as a kid, lost one of the thumbs on uh, a thumb on one of their hands. Um, she managed to do quite a bit without an opposable thumb on that hand. But she still had one. Yeah, she had one. Horses don't have any fingers. Point. They got, the, they got those lips that they can use to do all sorts of interesting things with. Silver, so you're, you're ruining things for me. She just said it, she didn't even wash her hand first. And oh, now I'm thinking, that God. bitch did not wash her hand first. She didn't. <sighs> or glove up. You're not the only one. Oh, my God. Oh, okay, so let's move on from this. Okay, pick a new character. <clears throat> let's actually explore Dumbledore. Let, let's explore Dumbledore. Let's oh, say yes. he he gets cursed off the well, astronomy wait a tower. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let, let, let's go back here real quick. Are we doing a a Dark Lord in hiding Dumbledore or the one who's who's the kindly grandfather who's just a bit of a fuck up? Well, I don't think a Dark Lord in hiding would get an opportunity to go back in time. Fair point. I mean, because he wouldn't be in hiding from on high. You need one that needs a reality check because a Dark Lord wouldn't get far. Okay. So that leaves kindly. I mean, so like Dark Lord up. Dumbledore appears before Zir, and Zir will be like, motherfucker. You have gotten on my last goddamn nerve. <laughs> Set his hair on fire. I've made a corner just for you. And you're going to sit in it. And you're going to watch 
all the fucked up shit you made happen come true. And you don't get to close your eyes and you don't get to sleep because there's no next great adventure for your dumbass. That would actually be quite <laughs> satisfying. <laughs> but that's not time travel, which is <laughs> rebel. <laughs> <clears throat> Although in Child of Magic, there is a scene where he offers to go back in time and because they, you know, he's like, well, you keep, you can't keep me from still messing things up. You're going to have to send me back. And Zira's like, he turns to Severus and um, Sirius and asks which one wants to kill him. And, and they, they both volunteer. Mm -hmm. but, but Severus is like, I've already done it once and I'm not fussed to do it again. And I love that scene. Um, but in the end, Peter Pettigrew kills him uh, while he's under the Imperius. Yeah. Uh -oh. But um, Dumbledore is being forced to watch all that happen. Oh, gee. So. I'm heartbroken. From the moment Pettigrew kills him, he is up there watching while Severus and Sirius unravel every single thing he did. And destroy all of his plans. And that is Child of Magic. It's on EAD. Um, and it's fabulous. Not finished yet, though. I'm, I'm, mm. I have some stuff for it. I'm, I'm working on it. So, okay. So, Dumbledore gets a reality check. He gets, he gets chucked off. It's cute. He gets chucked off the astronomy tower. Mm-hmm. And he gets... He gets what? I just got terrorized in a private message. Oh, no. <laughs> You okay? I'm fine. <laughs> it involved jetpack. <laughs> oh. Not God, today, those Satan. People. Those people. <laughs> um, okay, so he gets pitched off the, the astronomy tower. He ends up in um well, who should he stand before? Who should he stand before? Well, if you it's if even funnier to... when you recognize that I'm an atheist. Mm -hmm. Earlier on, the, I was on Facebook and um, somebody asked on Twitter, it was like a, they'd taken a picture, they'd taken a snip of Twitter where the Church of Satan had um, responded to somebody asking a question. Well, if Satanists don't believe in Satan, who does? And the Church of Satan responded, Christians. Mm -hmm. It's really funny. Oh, it's fabulous. Um, for sure, menace at Zier. Jetpack okay. is a part of WordPress Midnight. Um, mm -hmm. It it makes the world go round. Unfortunately, it also drives you buggy. True, because it is buggy. Um, if you want, Jilly did do all the work. All I'm having to do is go in and authorize Jetpack. I appreciate her hard work on my behalf. Julie is awesome that way. Um, you know, the one person we haven't really seen is Hectate. Oh, uh, she, yeah, she's above it. <laughs> In my fix, she's like, bitch, that's what you're for. <laughs> mm -hmm. You can't get my garden dirty with these assholes. <laughs> I don't see why not, but. <laughs> because her garden is magic. 
Yes, that's lovely. And it's the great adventure. Not everybody deserves to be there. <laughs> Point. <laughs> but yeah, so whoever so you can have whoever you want show up. I think actually most people would prefer, at least in my fix, to meet Zier because if they're standing before and they're getting judgment on that from Hectate, they're in trouble. Mm -hmm. To their eyeballs. I mean, but in in the Black Dragon, he um he explains uh that um when he first met her, um that he wanted to take her away from Earth, but she had already mm -hmm. given and invested so much of herself into what she called magical people that she couldn't leave. And so his only choice is that he had to, you know, that he had to be with her there. And he came to realize that it was his duty to protect her mm -hmm. from, from magical people and to stand in judgment of her children because she could not, that she would not. And that she would, would have even accepted Riddle back into her embrace. Um, but that's just her nature. She's very mm -hmm. loving and forgiving. And so he is not. He is not. But um, so it just depends on what you want to do with it, you know, um, who you want to bring forward. Um, but I think it's important when you do that to give um, Dumbledore his wake up call is that you make him, you make him watch. All the moments of, of, of Harry Potter's life. From the moment Petunia opened that door. Make him sit through every single moment of Harry's dark years. You know, you can always have it where, you know, I, I acted for the greater good. Life was, was fine. Harry was fine. Everything was okay. And have Zero reach out with you know one fingertip glowing a la you know et and touch his forehead and say really tip and have that well see harry see see dumbledore wouldn't have that because dumbledore dies at the end of book six he doesn't know at that moment that everything's going to be okay he doesn't know that that harry is going to win he expects harry to die Mm -hmm. He doesn't know that Harry will be able to come back in that moment. He knows nothing. All he knows is he was poisoned and got the AK by Severus Snape off that tr off that tower because they planned it. So he, know at this point, knows nothing about Harry's future. And he knows precious little about his past because he didn't fucking pay attention. So what? You would say, um, if everything is so perfect, then let's, let's see what could happen. Because Zir is, the way I read him in your universe, is he's somebody who looks at all the potentials of fate. Oh, no, that's not his job. That's fate's job. Well, that's, we met her briefly, right? Yeah, in um, The Warrior's Path. But, no, Zir doesn't look at the various paths, but he can only see the path that they're on. So he could show Dumbledore what is in store, what's going to happen because of what okay. he did. Um, all the people who are going to die, the, um, the Muggleborns who are going to get kissed because they apparently stole magic from Umbridge. You know, he's, he's, he's going to have to see all that. He's going to have to see most of the, you know, he's going to have to just, you know, see all that. And then depending on what 
kind of future you want to expose him to. You can show him that path where Harry Potter is potioned into a marriage he didn't want, or Harry Potter drinks himself to death at 25. Whatever you want to show him is up to you, because this isn't a canon divergence. This can be an AU. You can show him anything. Point. Um, just make it consistent. It really would be interesting to make him see a world where he just did his job and helped Riddle and was genuinely a leader of the light. And what kind of world that would have been if Tom Riddle had not turned into Voldemort. Um, I think that'd be really interesting. And then to tell him, but I can't send you back that far. You can't fix that mistake. That mistake can't be unmade. All those people that he killed cannot be saved. <laughs> but this is what you can do. And this is where I can put you. Now, are you going, but you know what would be really interesting is if he shows him, if he shows Harry Potter becoming a Dark Lord. So that Dumbledore not only created Riddle or helped to create Riddle, he helped to create a, another worse. Dark Lord. So that puts his total Dark Lordness at three. Him. Oh, Gellert. Yeah. Grindelwald, yeah. Riddle, and Harry Potter. Hmm. You know, that's not really a good average there. I mean, he could say, you know, you, you had a moment in your relationship with Grindelwald where you could have turned him from his path, but you didn't take it. And you had a moment when you could have saved Tom Riddle from himself and you could have prevented the deaths of all of these people. And you didn't take it. And you had a moment when you could have done right by Harry Potter and you didn't take it. And this is the result. To show him over and over again his his leadership or lack thereof. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, Erte, I'm not, I'm not sure I could. <laughs> I'm not sure in a good world where Dumbledore <laughs> and Gellert raised Tom Riddle. I'm not sure that's that is actually genuinely horrifying. The idea of Dumbledore and Grindelwald raising Tom Riddle. The kid wouldn't meet a color that they didn't want to wear. <laughs> He'd be very flamboyant. Yes. And I think his dark mark would be much more fierce. <laughs> and fashionable. Matches all your outfits. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It will. It's got chameleon charm in it. It'll match anything you wear. <laughs> and it won't have that nasty snake in it. Just don't worry about it. <laughs> but they, you know what? He'd still be evil. He'd still be evil. Oh, yeah. Just a lot more fashionable. And he'd have his nose. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that actually would be worse. You're absolutely right, Dark. I mean, I'm sure oh, he wouldn't God. grow up to be a dark world. Uh, don't insult Boy George that way. How dare you? <laughs> but let's hope that Dumbledore's fashion would not infect this poor boy, okay? Um, but I do think that he probably just would end up, but you're absolutely right, Dark. He'd be a politician. Which is that, is that any better than Dark Lord? I don't know. It's a lot more subtle. He'd be a competent fudge taking over the, the, the mag magical world from the within. Dumbledore had the worst the worst fashion sense. 
I mean, what happened? You see him in the suit in Fantastic Beasts. What the hell happens in Fantastic Beasts that leads to what we get in Harry Potter? That's a good question. Don't know. I don't know. I know. Major head trauma. <laughs> no, I don't wonder if Dumbledore goes commando under his robes. Oh, God, no. Why did you have to say that? <sighs> Yuck. <laughs> Margaret's putting people in the corner now. <laughs> oh, I don't blame her. It's like, good Lord. Jude Law, it's a sexy motherfucker, but... <sighs> Lily? I... All y'all... You... Julie was right. Jesus needs to take the wheel. <laughs> Where's he yeah, supposed I to mean, take it? That was the guy wearing the kilt, right? Who liked to ha like to air his bits. Yes. <laughs> the alternate podcast title. Mm -hmm. We all end up in. <laughs> we all end up in the corner. <laughs> or the alternate podcast of y'all need Jesus. <laughs> and we all got rebaptized whether we needed it or not. <laughs> Hold still. <laughs> okay, so let's pick up. I mean, Dumbledore actually would be less. Let's okay, a Dumbledore who needs a reality check. So okay, so he's had all these opportunities to, but he fucked up repeatedly. Mm -hmm. um, he made the wrong choices. He allowed his father's uh, circumstances fuck him up. He did. He needed some therapy. He didn't get it. Um, Rebel just ruined me. Mm. That's not something I'm going to touch. You want to tell him, or uh, well, hell, I'll tell him. No, 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 no. I don't want to talk about podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. Y'all can't know. But Rebel's going but to the corner. But there are some ripples there. There are some ripples there. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you mean the family magic came into play? Okay. You know what? I'm going to read it. It says, I like to play with the idea that Lily was actually Voldemort's granddaughter from a youthful indiscretion. Baby was adopted out. And again, family magic came into play for Voldemort, killing her. What do you mean? That... Uh, family magic um, punished him for killing his child. So it's backlashing for killing Lily or trying to kill Harry. Because if it was going to backlash for trying to kill his own blood, then it should have done it with, um, with, with Lily and not with Harry. He shouldn't have had an opportunity to even try to kill Harry. Because it would, it should have backlash when, when he tried to kill Lily. Or when he did kill Lily. It should have backlashed then. That's a interesting point, Willow. Willow um, states, I've seen... Or I say, I've seen, apparently she's seen this in a fic. Um, the Slytherin line was cursed, so the Lord couldn't kill the heir. Lily didn't count because she was female. Fuck it. It's time for her, um, Hermione Granger and fuck the picker. Um, I'm patriarchy. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Mm. <laughs> I, you know, Hagrid could not time travel. He doesn't have access to his magic, really. 
Well, even if he did, even if somebody else threw him back in time, he can't keep a secret to save his own life. Or anybody else's. Give I mean, that man give that man a, a beer and he's just toast. And also what what changes could he actually make that would be beneficial? He doesn't have any ability whatsoever to gain custody of Harry Potter, so he can't change Harry Potter's um, Harry Potter's circumstances. You know, the the going back to the subtle changes, he could make sure that um Sirius doesn't go herring off. Make sure that he stays with his How? Wife, he's got some. Hagrid has no ability whatsoever to fight Sirius Black when it comes to magic. Well, no, I'm not saying that he does, but I'm saying, you know, if he's, instead of taking the baby, you know, um, why don't you, why don't you take Harry and get him checked out, you know, or something like that. Instead Is that enough? It might have to be. And I think if that's all you want Hagrid to do, then you don't. Then then he doesn't have to time travel. Um, you could just send him a little message in a bottle. Edie, what exactly do you mean by run away together? I'm going to avoid that thought too. Thanks. <laughs> okay. 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 You said Hagrid and Sirius run away together and take Harry to Australia. What are we supposed to think? <laughs> exactly what we thought, but apparently it was not the right thought. <laughs> well, no, she didn't say Hagrid slash Sirius, but still, they ran away together. There is an implication there. <clears throat> respect the and. The ampersand. We, we, we shall respect the ampersand. Okay. <laughs> I don't like the idea of the pro um, um, of the prophecy being about Hermione. I never have. I've seen it. I also don't like that whole uh, trope of the wrong boy who lived. I hate that trope. It is true. I mean, it, the, 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 as Jilly says, the boy who lived is yeah. whoever Vol Voldy went after. I also don't like that whole thing about um, James and Lily living and... Um, Letting their child be raised by Petunia anyway. What the actual yeah. fuck? Who thinks that is a possibility? Not me. Or that Harry is a twin and Harry grows up being abused by James and Lily. I hate that too. I want to stab people. But some people go out of their way to write abuse. <laughs> Thanks, Queenie. Yeah. My my purse is almost as important to me as my coffee, so. Well, given some of the stuff that's in that purse. It, it, yeah, it contains my ability to buy coffee. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> no, Lady Holder holds my coffee, but thank you. <laughs> yeah, what is it this month? Uh, I think today it's a Frappuccino, you said. Yeah, it's a Frappuccino. I had a Frappuccino earlier. Mm -hmm. It will be... um. It just—it really annoys the shit out of me. I, I just—I won't read a fic where somebody else is um, the center of the prophecy. It just doesn't appeal to me at all. We've done the the thing, or and I, I believe you've done it, where the prophecy isn't about Voldy per se. It's about Dumbledore. Yeah. It would be interesting if it was. 
rubbed in. Yeah, the prophecy wasn't about Voldemort, you jackass. Yeah. Well, see, the thing, if, if you're going to send him back for the reality check, that doesn't make yeah. sense. Because no, if, if, if he's a dark lord, he's not getting a chance to go back in I'm, time. I'm just, I'm just thinking more of the various conversations where, you know, he's not going back in time, but somebody gets to talk to him. He, he needs a talking to. Mm -hmm. He definitely needs a talking to. Sending Neville back in time would be really interesting and also demoralizing. Because just imagine, here's Neville. Competent Neville. Competent, strong, got a great wand, fucking hot, has to go back to his first year. Ow. Mm. I mean, he knows he's got something to look forward to, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he can start working on it, <laughs> insist yeah. on a new wand. You know, he'd be more confident. He'd be able to fly a broom. And he wouldn't be, I mean, if you dropped him down first day of first year, you could change his circumstances and he, you know, make sure, make sure he gets a new wand. Maybe the day before school starts, tell his name, you know, you just put his foot down with his grand and say, I want a new wand. Either that or figure out how to, or just goes by his own wand, you know, mm -hmm. steals money from his stupid uncle that tried to kill him because that old asshole owes him anyway. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't like the whole Filch idea. I mean, I've I've seen it done. I just don't like it. I don't like the character of Filch. I think he's a sadist. So I wouldn't want one of my one of, one of my favorite characters hiding in that character, acting like a sadist. Yeah, I'd need to fix his parents too. You're right. It would be terrible for to have him travel back in time to fix Harry Potter, but he but his parents remain catatonic. That would be bullshit. But what if? I want him to travel back, actually. I hate the idea of him being lonely back in time, so he needs a partner. Luna? Who would he, Luna. Um, I'm just saying, I'm just thinking who... who Luna wouldn't they, be there the first year. No. Well, if they come back second year. You know, he's, he's had the summer to, quote-unquote, get his act together, however you want to do it. His parents were driven to insanity. Mm hmm. But why would love? Why would Neville Longbottom travel back in time? Oh, 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 oh. Several years after both of his parents are dead, right? He comes across a spell that can only be, and maybe. What if Harry Potter's dead too? It's a, yeah, it's important that Harry Potter be dead. Yes. Okay, so um, he comes across a spell that could that could have saved his parents, but it can only be cast in parcel tongue. And the only parcel mouth he, mouth he ever knew was Harry Potter. And Harry Potter is dead. And has been for a while. And that's why he goes back in time. Okay, so. And he's going to be the very best friend Harry Potter ever had. So you're going to have this, have him show up first, um, first year, first day. Well, he probably knows a lot of the circumstances. Maybe he goes around and talks to Hermione about Harry, you know, about what happened. I mean, he would want to get some information. Maybe he talks to Ron or whoever's left, interrogates the fuck. It should be Ron Weasley. 
it should be Ron because Ron's indiscreet as fuck. And so, you know, Neville, who's actually gotten quite good at potions, um, potions his ass, kidnaps him and potions his ass and um, interrogates the fuck out of Ron Weasley. So he has all the information he needs when he goes back in time. And of course, Ron knows everything because, you know, jealous fuck that he is, he's paying close attention because he wants to know how to take advantage. This has to be a world where parcel mouse are practically extinct. And it may be any, you know, um, any of the ones that are left are in hiding because of the damage that Riddle did to their kind. Harry has to be his only solution. Or what could be worse is he found the spell and he looked the world over and they're gone. And the only parcel mouth that he knows of that could fix this is only is in the past. Because one of the things that Umbridge did in her purge was hunt down anybody whose family even had. Well, that would only apply to Britain. That wouldn't apply to other countries. Yeah, but what Um, happens if, if Britain is one of the last places where there are a number of parcel mouths? Oh, I like that rebel. She said that maybe that Harry, um, when, when Harry's killed, it, it it's a it's a blow to wild magic and parcel magic dies. That's a, okay. That pisses me off, dudes, because you just killed my man. You, you just killed my OC. We killed a number. <laughs> you of just your OCs. you just killed a lot of my OCs. <laughs> actually, you killed Thaddeus. You killed Hero. You killed. Um, oh God, that would suck. You um, killed Castius. Yeah, but just think about this. If Hero is the last one and he's holding it together and Neville shows up. Maybe maybe Hero is the last one left and um he but he doesn't have but he's lost his parcel magic and he's mm-hmm. basically hanging on by a thread and he's the one that sends Neville back in time. Yeah. Neville and Luna. Because he's gotta but, have somebody. Th- there can't be any actual parcel mouse because then there wouldn't be any reason to send Neville back in time because Neville, but then his parents are still dead. Yes. Sorry, Shadow. <laughs> Sorry, Shadow. But I wasn't the one who killed my Thaddeus. Sorry. <sighs> oh. But what happens if instead of the, the travel time travel for, with Hero doing the boost, it doesn't work? And he that's when he meets up with Zira and, and it's like it didn't work. No, I wouldn't do that. Hero is yeah. awesome and perfect. His his ritual would, would work. Uh, <laughs> you can write Zira sending Neville back in time if you want to, but if Hero does it, it's going to work. Okay. <laughs> it's bad enough you killed all my other OCs. You guys need to you gonna hurt my feelings. Uh, sorry. Oh, look at what Reaper put in. Stop talking, guys. For the love of God. Let her read that. Again, she's killed off all my OCs. Riddle spent those years before the war. What, while he's a ghost? I think he would actually avoid Parcel Mouse while he was a ghost. That's a good way to get himself exercised. Mm Mm-hmm. Exorcism for the win. I, Reaper, I don't even. <laughs> the fist war? 
Oh, I know it's not what you meant, <laughs> but Lordy, Ooh. Lordy, oh. Jilly's plotting a devil time travel. I'm all in. I'm 100% in. Yeah, yeah, we're in the wrong fandom for fisting. I'm pretty sure fisting and rimming are in Inception. <laughs> it's magic. There's all sorts of things you can do to make everything work. <laughs> <laughs> Stargate Atlantis, the fisting wars. I, 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 that is a level of pornography. I'm not sure I can accomplish, but I look forward to seeing your efforts. <laughs> I've rarely read it in fic, actually. There wouldn't be a clash. He would knock on her door and she would blush like a schoolgirl. <laughs> would you like to come in? Would you like some tea? <laughs> How can we help you today? Because <laughs> he's a badass. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and Augusta appreciates badass. <laughs> and he can, Neville could be like, dude, this is not what we agreed on. And he could be like, kid, I don't even remember meeting you. I got your letter, <laughs> but I don't actually remember any of this. And your grand's magic is really not, though. She just could. Going into the salon. <laughs> I'm busy. <laughs> and Augusta would probably be sitting there with this grin on her face and <sighs> and making poor Neville want to gag. <laughs> Is it, I, I am saying his name wrong, though. And, I, and I, I need to learn to say it right because I said it wrong in my head for so long. Hiro? 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 I, it's either that or uh, hero. So I am saying it right. Shadow. Mm -hmm. Hero. Hero Aito. There's two E's. I might have a hard time doing that. Hero. Hero. Mm -hmm. Ito. Hero Ito. Yes. Okay. I'll take that. Anyways, I think he'd be a badass. And Augusta would be, have a crush. I can't. I, I I can't be rolling an R. I'm Southern. <laughs> you just you just got to deal with what comes out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Dumbledore wouldn't know what hit him if he showed up first year. He would be like, "Okay, Augusta. Um, after we have tea, we need to go over to Privet Drive. I have under good authority that they're um, that." Neville's godbrother is living there, and you need to take custody of him because his aunt's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> he he mm -hmm. does, yes. In um in my head canon, um, Hero has had a bloodstone for um, several thousand years. Very long time. Just imagine Neville having to explain to his grandmother that he actually sent a letter to the most famous parcel mouth on the planet. I just got a migraine from that. <laughs> Julie said he's her unicorn. <laughs> well, you're more than welcome to use him in your Neville time traveling. Oh, Armand? Yeah, Armand's my <laughs> unicorn too. <laughs> my favorite moment in the Black Dragon is when Harry says cool and Armand says, I'm gonna go raise then. That's a shame. 
because Armand, <gasps> you asshole killed Armand Derek too. <laughs> yes, we did. Oh my god. I'm gonna rename this podcast the podcast that broke my heart. You assholes. <laughs> oh, we killed a lot of people. As a matter of fact, if I remember right, there's that whole coven that you've got, the Glen it's, it's, it's it's not a coven, or or pardon me, the 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 whatever the hell that other group is. It's a conclave. Okay, it's the conclave. I couldn't remember the name. The Glen Nadir. That, that, or whatever, however you pronounce that fucking thing. Well, you know. I don't pronounce it the way it's supposed to be pronounced, but I did look it up, and it's Welsh, and I did not do well. Um, so I just say um, the Glen, the Glen the Deer, which is not how you say it, but not so much. No, but damn, yes. And all of those people are dead. Yeah, you're, you're all assholes. You bet. Go to bed. Go to bed. All of y'all. <laughs> That's not happening. But yeah, so that'd be really fun having Neville go back in time, but not be the boy who lived, just have his own little personal mission to save his parents and accidentally hooks his mom or, or his grandma up with Armand or Hiro Ito, Ito whichever one you prefer. <laughs> oh, it is my headcanon that Armand has a French mistress. Let me show you a picture of his French mistress. It's Thomas Deering who's married, right? Huh? Tom, uh, um, Banner is married. married. Banner yeah, is that, married. Sorry, that's the one. Sorry. I don't even know what you said. I mangled something. <laughs> sorry. I need to go back and reread everything. Uh, 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 uh. Thank you, Ed. I'm dark. That's the wrong one. Let me find her. That's Armand Deering's lady right there. <laughs> well, she's a um, she's a Delacour and she's a Vila. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is Armand. Oh, him. Yeah. Oh, he's. Fierce snark. That's oh, yeah. when he plays a vampire. Charles Dance is Armand in my mind. Oh yeah. But he was in Underworld. Mm -hmm. He also played um the guy that came out of the portrait in Ghostbusters 2, I believe. Anyways. Oh, that guy? I think so. Huh. Is it no, no, maybe not. Either way, I enjoy him a lot. His name is Charles Dance. But he was in Underworld. He was like, um, uh, what is her name? By the way, that's the portrait from Ghostbusters 2. That's not him, is it? I don't think so. Monica Bellucci. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's just his mistress. He doesn't have a wife. That's just, that's her preference. That, that That's what she likes to be called. <laughs> his French mistress. <laughs> Because he's actually married to his um to his work. So Zir is married. So Zir better keep his dick to himself or Zir might get in trouble. <laughs> I think Zir is, is well aware of exactly what will happen if he does if he if he steps over any lines. That's a lovely picture of him. I like that one. 
I'm going to save that to my file. I don't remember who he was in Underworld. I've seen, I saw it a decade ago. Um, you, you have to look it up. IMDb is a thing. <laughs> As I have been told repeatedly by my husband. Who is that? IMDb is a thing. Chris, you're going to have to explain to Queenie what a leather daddy is. <laughs> Go forth mm. and corrupt the young. <laughs> okay, so what is this gentleman's name again? Who? The guy who you have playing, <laughs> not it as well, Jilly. The guy who you have you have playing um, Armand, Charles Dance. So yeah, I mean, you could pick. You know, you, you can make your own OC. You could use my OC. Be don't be mean to my OCs. Um, uh, hmm. Hmm. Um. Now she's not innocent. That heifer's right. The worst thing that I've ever seen. I've actually agreed to read on um, AO3. I mean, there are worse things on AO3, but I wouldn't read those on a bet. Um, I think he was one of the old ones. One of the old vampires. <laughs> don't believe that. Don't believe that halo on her head. What halo? If you're Wilhelm about von Homburg was the evil painting dude from Ghostbusters 2. Um, and evil. He was quite evil looking. He mm? he did a good job with that. Uh, so okay, so we've done Minerva, Lucius. We kind of flicked around Dumbledore, Flitwick, mm -hmm. um, with Bill Weasley, and then Neville Longbottom. Okay, and I also had Ollivander. You know, I honestly don't like Ollivander. Okay. Well, what would you do with him? I was looking at basically some of the adults to see, you know, who who could have a a point of influence, and there's very few, you know, that that seem to be able to um, to do any type of influencing. And I mean, I don't know. I don't think I. I I'll have to, I, I'm going to withdraw the Ollivander because there's nothing, you know, thinking about it, he shows up to, to give out a wand and that's basically it. <laughs> Anybody, anyone from Tom in the Leaky Cauldron to the guy in the bookstore, whatever you name him, mm -hmm. has the ability to influence and change Harry Potter's life. You just okay. got you just got to dig in. So, what does Ollivander have to offer Harry Potter? Knowledge. When is the best time for Ollivander to have any sort of influence over Harry Potter? While they're doing, while they're chatting about the wand, and not during before his third year when he spends a whole month on the alley. True. I was just thinking from the beginning. Sorry. Because that's a moment where there's this kind of being curated by um, Hagrid. So um, I think that Ollivander will probably keep it close to his chest. He may or may not give him the brother wand. Um, he might see the brother wand as a hindrance. Or he might see it as a, um, as a safety net. 
because it does, you know, the the brother one situation does save his life in the cemetery. Um, but come around is, you know, beginning of end of second year, beginning of third year, when Harry's on the alley and Sirius is at large, time traveling Ollivander would know that Sirius Black was innocent. Right. He would also know that Sirius Black who's innocent and needs a wand. And given the right information, he could look for Sirius, rescue Sirius, get Sirius back in the right condition, and get in touch with the right people to get Sirius Black a trial. And that does more for Harry Potter than anybody else has ever done in his life. True, and it's, an, it's a competent, respected adult doing something like this. Right. You know? Um... And it would look like something outside of, of the Harry Potter zone and influence. Because, I mean, Ollivander knows all this information. He knows where the connections are, but from the outside... And Ollivander has also basically handed the first wand to practically everybody who has ever attended Hogwarts. He has connections with all of them. If something goes wrong with your wand, where do you go? You go to Ollivander. Because he made my wand. I had to go to Ollivander. Yep. Armand, if, if, if Armand goes back in time, he goes back in time for a killing spree. Let's, let's be honest. He's okay. going to kill a lot of people. Okay. Ollivander? Ollivander reaches the end of his life and he gets the same wake up call that everybody else has gotten in this particular um exercise exercise he um maybe maybe he asked the question what could i have done why was i why was i compelled this is yeah for the harry potter characters this is the come to jesus podcast for the harry potter characters um why was i compelled to make brother wands what role did I play in Harry Potter's fate? And was it the right one? But wouldn't it be interesting if you did something kind of Sam Beckett style? Oh, jump in, jump out? Like, what if your character is traveling through time and he is dropping into the bodies of different individuals in order to influence Harry Potter's life? And to get him on the path that, that is best for magic. Okay, so who would you have do that? Yeah, the body time issues in Quantum Leap are pretty intense. Um, mm -hmm. Especially that one episode where he ended up in bed with somebody. I'm like, dude, that's not your body. Yeah. <laughs> get out of that bed. <laughs> Merlin. Ooh. Yeah, the problem is, is that that's you you have somebody who is from a minimum a thousand years before if not longer language is a bitch the thing is is that merlin is is bait on on his own legend um living backward in time so he's already experienced all these things that harry potter is going to go through he's living in reverse what? um but that's just the legend. But what is like what if Julie just said, what if he exists outside of time? There was a really interesting fic where Harry Potter 
Merlin went and got Harry Potter and Dobby took his place at Privet Drive. It was that was terrible. Um and endured all the abuse that Harry suffered. Mm. Um and meanwhile Harry was in a was in Merlin's cave being taught. Yeah. And they eventually traded places again and Harry made Merlin give him all of Dobby's injuries. Because he was horrified to learn that, that Dobby actually took his place. Holy God. Yeah, no. It's harsh. I, I think I've seen that one, and I think I might have read like a, a page or two, and then I just couldn't. Um, what would be really interesting is, okay, so to skip the body taunting issues, what if your time-traveling character, what if they're kind of all time-traveling? And they land in different spots and different times. You're going to have several different things that might clash against each other. Well, yeah, of course. And, yeah. It would be utter chaos. Entertaining as hell for certain parties, but a chaos. Hmm. It'd be total crack. It'd be like, wait. I thought I came back in time by myself. No, dude. You don't like Zero would trust you with that. Are you fucking serious? Mm. As a matter of fact, I am serious. <laughs> Wait a second. Why did you kill him? I wanted to kill him. <laughs> are we going to argue about Yes, we are. We are going to argue about this. Dishonor on you and dishonor on your cow. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'd be able to get to use it if one of them time traveled. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, in Mulan, um, it's a Disney cartoon, Edie. Kind of horrified you haven't seen it. Um, Eddie Murphy is playing the part of this tiny little dragon, and there's a part where he's pissed off at Mulan, and she has a horse. It's important to you to know that it's a horse, right? But but he gets mad at her and he tells her dishonor on you, dishonor on your family, dishonor on your cow. <laughs> but it's actually a horse, which is why it's funny. Because there's no there's no cow. <laughs> Not a cow in sight. Anyways. I like the idea of you know, while honestly, I'm always more gonna be more attracted to making my my pairing travel back in time uh, and, and always together because uh, I, I like the equality of them, you know, being on the same mm -hmm. page and having the same information. Um, I don't like the idea of Harry Potter being like 30 years old in his 11 year old body trying to get her, yeah, trying to get 12 year old Hermione to be his girlfriend. That's gross. Oh, that no, is yeah, really no. gross. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Harry to Draco. That's it, Malfoy. Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your family. Dishonor on your broom and owl and peacocks. <laughs> Dishonor on your hair. <laughs> the peacocks. What the fuck did the peacocks do to you? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. There was no cow. That was Schrodinger's cow. Um, Hermione. Hermione often travels in time in fan fiction, but for some reason that makes me ill. She ends up back in Marauder's time and she ends up in a relationship with Lupin or Black or Sirius Black. And it's just like, <sighs> can you not? 
Yeah, or 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 Ryan Black. I just come on now. But if Hermione is traveling back in time, her love interest is coming with her because I can't do it otherwise because it's so the I can't stand the imbalance. It also makes me you're you're basically taking somebody out completely out of their um ugh, out of their world and throwing them into a completely different world. And, you know, yeah, I suppose technically, you know, she could probably do it on her own. Okay. Um, but why should she have to? Why I mean, honestly, she to... she's already three or four years more mature than her peers anyway. There's no need to add a, a two or three decades of adultness on top of that. <laughs> And, and isolation because she's so much older and, and having nobody else, you know, she'd be as barmy as Luna in, in no time. I just, oh, see time travel. Oh, you mean Armand Deering. Okay. 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 That, that's where we'll end the podcast. We got 30 minutes left basically on this okay. three hour podcast. Um, and we'll do Armand. Armand okay. Deering time travels. Why does he time travel? Because his liege is gone. He's dead. He's his family. His family is bound to the Potters. No, I don't like that. Um, let's think about it. Um, not so much bound as to have a proper killing spree. <laughs> just, just that's it. That's but you know in um. In one of my in, in my Harry Potter revenge story, where him and Hermione are going back mm -hmm. in time just to fuck things up, he said that he that he got the ritual from a black um, ancestor who literally mm -hmm. invented a time ritual to um, to go back in time and kill somebody properly because he didn't feel like he did it right the first time. I don't see much problem with that, honestly. I appreciate that kind of commitment, honestly. I'd be like, yeah, you know. Like I did it once, but it, it really wasn't a great time for either one of us. It, it wasn't done well. Things got messy. I need to do it again. Properly. <laughs> it was very unsatisfying. It was, you know, he was there. He was dead. There was no in the middle. I have to get my middle. Well, maybe it is all about Dumbledore. Maybe our... Do not compare. Do not compare my Armand with fucking Hannibal Lecter. How dare you? <laughs> Who the hell? Oh, go get no. in the corner. <laughs> no. How dare you? Dishonor on your cow. <laughs> oh my God. We'll find you one just for you to have the dishonor. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Look at look at she put a question mark on it. Shut your whore mouth question mark. <laughs> Armand is like dimension hopping, killing every single Albus Dumbledore he comes across. Um but maybe it is about Dumbledore. Maybe um maybe Armand Deering um Armand Deering returns to England and he um, is investigating for the ICW because um, magic is corrupting 
and he doesn't know why. And he finds the Lay Lake under Hogwarts and it has been, um, it is disgustingly corrupted. And he realizes that it was Albus Dumbledore. So, and it didn't help that the asshole died on Hogwarts land. Mm-hmm. It just like finished corrupting what he had done. So would this be before or after end of uh, the uh, death of Riddle? It'll be, but maybe even decades after. So he's like he's just a he's a student of of history, and so he's 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 looking at all these things, trying to figure out where the uh, where the turning point was, um, and maybe he, um, he's going back through it, and he finds, uh, that. In the ley lines in Britain, that the that the real that the only thing holding the darkness at bay was Harry Potter, and when Harry Potter died, it all began to unravel. And Harry died relatively young. Yeah, yeah. Maybe even shortly after the epilogue. Okay, and Armand in his position. With the uh, world, he's with the ICW. So with the ICW, sorry, um, he's investigating and he's finding all sorts of issues. And it's going back to Dumbledore repeatedly, repeatedly, repeatedly. And the only thing really holding it at bay in Britain for so long was the surviving child of the Potter line on the last house of Avalon. And when Harry dies, um. Since none of his children are his, he dies without issue. And the House of Avalon falls. And all the protections that were keeping that darkness at bay are broken. And the whole world is... All the magic on Earth is exposed to what has been festering in Britain. Probably since Grindelwald. Well, certainly since Albus came to, to uh, whatever power he had. I'd say if I started with Grindelwald, that's where I'd want to start it. And I would say, mm -hmm. honestly, that um, Dumbledore's falling out with Grindelwald was um, just a public sham. That it wasn't actually true. Mm -hmm. Okay, Dart. I would say that the reason that none of his children are his is that he's been dosed with so much love potion that he's infertile. You've used that one before. It makes sense. Yeah. And that um, the, the love potion probably even kills him. And um, it actually makes a lot of sense to me because, you know, magic has a price, right? Well, what mm -hmm. would be the most obvious price to pay for love potion? Infertility. Or a really corrupt child. Uh-huh. You pay one way or another. And maybe the only reason that Tom Riddle Sr. wasn't infertile is because he was a muggle. So his magic, so he had no magic to punish him or, you know, punish her. Uh, or. So the magic, the corruptive magic didn't make him infertile. It made their child a monster. I was just thinking. Which is like what or, Jilly did in, um, yeah, I'll um, I was just thinking if if Riddle Sr. and Marope had a 
one night stand. Um, and that's where the conception was. And then she got obsessed and that's when she started. I, you know what? Did you actually watch? Did you actually see a picture of her? There's no way she's taking a ride on that without potions. <laughs> because she's a three bagger. One for her. <laughs> One bag for her and two bags for him, just in case. Ooh, that's bad. Well, she was the pro she was a product of a, like generations upon generations of inbreeding. Mm. I did not see a picture of Maroc. Yeah, I mean, Queenie, I don't think you can blame us for your corruption. I mean, anybody who goes over to AO3 has has probably seen that atrocity you're committing in the NCIS fandom. NCIS fandom. Oh. Actually, I honestly do think that Dumbledore did kill his sister, and he probably did it on purpose because he did because he was um, because she was a burden. Yeah, the, yeah, that's what I meant. Your masterpiece. You know, y'all can call it that. I'm just gonna call it a brain bender. <laughs> Thanks. You know, you're after thinking about the level of. Um, Inbreeding, I'm pretty sure that Marope was kind of looking like one of the Hosbergs. She. Because I'm looking, trying to find a picture of her and I can't. Nemesis, I don't know if that's a rare pair or just something insane. I'm going to go with insane. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, she's not that bad. Honestly, she's not that bad. That's one of the pictures. This is the picture from the book. The drawing that was done in the book, I believe. Yeah. No. But um, she's actually written in the book to be hideous. Like, she's like deeply unfortunate. Tom Riddle looks a great deal like his son did before his son got corrupted. He was purported to be the most attractive man in their area. Tall, dark, handsome, wealthy. Uh... I don't want to know what their section of England normally has for people. Dude. Paste. That was a Hasberg. But I don't I don't think that the movie portrayal of her was actually on par with how she was described in the book. I think they were actually very kind <laughs> in their casting. <laughs> they probably needed everything they could get. Yeah, I mean, they didn't really do a good job of the casting because um, they mm -mm. they cast everybody too old. Um, yes. So, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um, okay, so Armand um, is... Uh, so, Armand goes... But, you know, honestly, as no matter how her physical appearance may may be, it, it needs to be said that she was a hideous person. Yes, because she was a rapist and that's I mean there's no getting around that which makes her disgusting no matter her looks um, so Armand Deering um, ICW investigator has, has figured out that basically the Dumbledore, Dumbledore is the root of all evil <laughs> which you know yes. canon <laughs> okay so he's 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 figured out. He's got all the breadcrumbs. He's got the clues. Um, is there any way that he can test to see 
if the Potter children are Harry's. I think everybody knows they're not Harry's at this point. Harry died, and I imagine they lost all access to the Potter vaults. Okay. It would have locked down. She would not have been seen as legitimately his wife because she committed adultery and none of his children belonged to him. Which I pity the kids because they were told that they were his children. Right? Bless their hearts. Yeah. I imagine it would have been a huge scandal. Oh, massive. When when James Sirius couldn't claim the vault because he wasn't Harry Potter's son. And if Harry Potter died of love potion overdose, it would have come out anyway. Mm-hmm. Harry, um, Harry's dead, so he, he's not devastated. He's dead. <laughs> I don't think Harry's seeing any of this from the afterlife because he's... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he raised them and loved them. He would still consider them his children. Um, but they're not biologically his children. They're not potters. Um, and that's an issue. Oh, come on now. God. That's hideous. No more ugly pictures, please. Um, but, uh... So he has to pick his moment to travel back in time. Okay, so... So he needs to figure out when the when the right time would be for him to arrive. Well, I mean, really, um, this story would not even really be about Harry Potter. It would be about Dumbledore's corruption. And the best way to end Dumbledore's corruption is to go back in time and kill Albus Dumbledore before he ever gets an opportunity to even meet Grindelwald. But that's pushing the time or going back quite a ways on Armand's timeline, which he doesn't, he's not that old. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Sorry. It's the other one that's not that old. Okay. So. No, Armand Deering is over. I mean, he would be over, he would be well over 100 at this point. He is Albus Dumbledore's peer. Hiro Ito is several thousand years old, but Armand Deering is quite old. He would have been around. He's over a hundred in um he's a hundred and something in Harry Potter and the Soulmate Bond. Okay. So he is Albus um Dumbledore's he could actually be a little bit older than Albus Dumbledore. I forget how old Albus is. Um he's not using a bloodstone, but he is a parcel mouth and he's very magically powerful. Um he would probably take Dumbledore out shortly after Dumbledore leaves Hogwarts. Because because Dumbledore hasn't met Grindelwald yet, or he's talking about before he meets and influences Grindelwald. Maybe he could even at that moment even try to figure out how to save Ariana. Well, when did she get? When did she get hurt? When she was little, but that doesn't mean he couldn't help her when she's older. True. Right. That actually would be really good. He takes. He basically kills Dumbledore, takes his place, does all the things Dumbledore was supposed to have done. Um, including defeating Grindelwald. So when Harry Potter gets sorted, Armand Deering is the head um, is the headmaster at Hogwarts, and Tom is the DAD uh, uh, Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Yeah, Professor Riddle. Mm-hmm. And Tom <laughs> would still be very invested in Harry's education as a teacher. It would be one of his jobs. <laughs> 
In fact, Tom was actually also very invested in his parents' education. James and Lily remember Professor Riddle very fondly. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome. Um I think that it, it I think the moment he found um I think one of the things that after he got rid of Dumbledore would be to watch that situation and when Tom Riddle was born, he would make sure Tom Riddle grew up to be a good person. Right, but I'm also thinking um the the ripples out um Hogwarts would have a lot more I think they'd have a lot more staff. They would have more staff. They would have more classes. More classes. They'd be teaching parcel magic. Uh-huh. Parcel magic wouldn't have nearly, it, it wouldn't have any of the stigma attached to it that it does in the original timeline right. because of Armand and because Tom Riddle didn't turn into an asshole. I mean, you know, taking out Dumbledore and taking his place would be a really excellent way to make sure that the magic in Britain never corrupts. It would lead to a, um, a new quote-unquote golden age because of of you know bringing and dumbledore can sit up there you know outside of what could have been his great adventure watching armand deering fuck up everything he would have done <laughs> and he would know it zero would be like now around this time this is what you did And everybody who, who comes in and goes into that, that great you know, adventure. Poor, um, poor, um, Marope or Marope or ever how you say her name. Marope. Could actually done some really, you know, should, could take in some, some, some plastic surgery on board. Um, I mean, you could fix it. So Armand interferes and never lets that relationship happen. So Tom Riddle never exists. Or that the Tom Riddle Jr. that is born isn't even magical. Because Tom Sr. married his, his muggle girl, went off and had a fantastic life and had children. Merope? 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 That is a terrible name to saddle a child with. Uh-huh. So that the Tom Riddle that gets born would not be of the gaunt line if he would be born um, a muggle like his parents and he would I mean he would just be not the same person at all well what if Tom's supposed to do something I mean if he's if he's supposed to be there he's supposed to, you know well what did he do in the first time fuck up everything fuck up everything never mind um I mean when you go back this far and you and you make changes you can make the assumption that certain pairings still happen that James and Lily still fall in love and they still have mm -hmm. Harry Potter and he still gets sorted into, you know, he still gets sorted his first day and Hermione Granger is there and Ron Weasley is there. You can make all these assumptions, but right. you could ripple it so none of that happens and Harry Potter is never born. That would be terrible. I don't agree with it. I don't either. That's... <laughs> Merope. Merope. I mean, yeah. Children are cruel. If, if you had that name, you know that all your, um, all your classmates will be calling you PP. I, you know, I don't think I could ever name a child that, not after the Harry Potter universe. There's some names that just don't have great connotations. Not anymore. Um, I mean, I wouldn't write one where it, it eradicated the, um, 
existence of Hermione or or Harry. Um, I did, uh, you know, mm-hmm. almost wrote, I, I almost wrote one once that actually killed Draco before he was ever born, but I fixed it because I was like, oh wait, I can't kill Lucius yet because um, <laughs> he hasn't made Draco. I have to hold off for like two months. <laughs> Thank you. Trying to figure out when Draco Malfoy was born. And I was like, okay, I, I have to kill him in this chapter because by that point, Nar- Narcissa will be pregnant enough that it probably won't cause her to miscarry when, when her husband is murdered in the street. <laughs> At that point, she might just celebrate. Well, you know, the best way to prevent Ron and Jenny from existing is to go back in time shortly after the twins are born and hit Molly Weasley with an, infer- with an infertility curse. Or you can hit Arthur. Both. Both. You want to do both? Just think, well, definitely Molly, because mm-hmm. if you do Arthur, you you could find out later that he wasn't even the father of those two kids. So it's mm-hmm. it's best to at least yeah. do Molly. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Let's see. Um Bill was just about Or you for- could kill her after she has the twins. That's a choice. It's a I mean, you know, it's a dark choice, but it's a choice. If you want to kill the mother of five, you go right ahead. <laughs> yeah, it's Molly. You know, it's it's she's if she's a turns if, both nice if, and if horrifying. if the whole love potion thing is accurate. If if you go on the connotation that a, ch- a a child created under love potion can can be quite fucked up, right? Which is not it's fanon. And it's fan and I support, but it's not canon. But if right. it was accurate, but if it was fan and Arthur had been potioned into a marriage with Molly, then mm-hmm. all of his children would be monsters instead of just the last just two. three. Three. Percy, Percy's not a monster, he's just a dick. <laughs> I mean, to be, to be truthful about it, he's just a dick. True. Yes, I also think it would depend on the potion as well. Like I think some love potions, probably the um, the emertentia is probably is, is the one that I would say is probably causes um, the really bad stuff like infertility or um, evil children or both. Like you might get one shot at it. Or maybe mixing emertentia with another potion can cause infertility, like a like a loyalty potion or a potion designed to make the person that you want to be with find other people unattractive or like an aversion potion plus emertentia leads to infertility. You know, something like that. Like piling them on somebody just makes it worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. I've already got him, you know, he's already interested in me, but I want to make sure he doesn't ever look at anybody ever, you know, else. I want him only to be, you know, to, 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 um, love me. I want him only to pay attention to me. Nobody else has to exist in his world. That is disgusting. Yeah. Well, it makes me want to stab somebody. Yeah. Well, we know exactly who that particular person is. Well, think about somebody who would use amortentia because Dark just put the definition in the chat room. They don't care at all if it creates an actual legitimate love. They don't care. Love isn't what they're going after. That's that's ownership and dominion. Um, it, it's not love. Like, 
in I had a story where Harry um has to get resorted because Jenny lied mm-hmm. to Gryffindor and convinced them that he kidnapped her and took her down into the chamber when she actually did it to him. And he proves that. Um and one of the things that Tom Riddle promised her was that he that he would help her create a ritual that would make Harry Potter love her. And the the ritual is actually it's not available online. The ritual is actually draining all of her magic out of her body, but he but she thinks it's going to make Harry Potter love her. Mm-hmm. Cuz she's used Harry's blood and hers to 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 create this ritual circle that Riddle from the diary told her to build. Um later on when everything is over and done with, Jenny tells Harry I just wanted you to love me. And he said, no, you didn't. You don't care if I love you. You don't care at all. That's it's, it's not as somebody said in here, it's, it's possession, it's ownership. And um, it's, um, it's also status. You know, it, Hers is right. It's power. But and also, I think, you know, sometimes in Jenny's case, it's, it's not only just uh, some power, it's money. Yeah. Which boils down to power. Mm-hmm. And fame. And delusion. Line theft, yeah. <laughs> that, that would certainly play into it. All of it's ugly. All of it's horrible. We don't actually know what the legality is for um, love potions, I think, in canon. I mean, like, the little play ones that the, the kids have at school isn't the same thing as Amartentia. Or ever how you say that word. Am I saying that right? Am I even saying it close to right? Um, I, I so we don't, don't know, know what the legal status of amortentia is. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's what what I, I would sound uh, spell it out as or, or say it as. But I um, would imagine that it is illegal to give amortentia to a pure blood. Of course it is. Just saying. The only way Harry slips through is because he's basically a half-blood. But um, I don't think it's actually listed. I mean, I don't remember it being in canon where they said whether or not that that particular potion was illegal or not. I think it should be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was in the potions book because they did know how they did learn how to make it and and what it smelled like. Yeah, absolutely. But making it doesn't mean that it was legal. And doesn't make that it was legal in every circumstance because it might not be illegal to say give it to a witch, but it might be grossly illegal to give it to a married witch because you would be intruding on an, another wizard's property. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we don't know what the laws are for it because Harry didn't care. <laughs> and therefore, we're left in the dark. <laughs> Ew. This is off of the Harry Potter wiki. Okay. But that's made by fans. Yeah, I know. But they pulled it off of the book. And the line yeah. that made me, me ooh was the one where it says something he smelled at the, at the burrow. Yeah. That's actually a lot of... A lot of people use that particular scene as a reference to the fact that he has been potioned. Mm-hmm. That he's already been potioned. Um... But um, we don't know the actual legal status of Amartentia. Um, we know that the twins sell like little temporary 30-minute 
affection potions that they say are love potions, but um, it isn't quite the same thing as like enslavement. Okay, but if it was seriously illegal to actually use the Imperius, why did why was Fake Moody allowed to do it in class in their fourth year? In fact, Fake Moody performed all three Unforgivables in front in front of Harry Potter's fourth year class. Probably Inside all the, the classes. Castle. Inside the castle. No one said a word to him. He actually showed them how to do them. Uh-huh. He demonstrated, which basically he taught all those kids the three unforgivables. Yep. Because when Harry used it, guess where he learned it from? Moody. Well, fake Moody. And the thing so is, so fake is Moody this- taught them the unforgivables, which are internationally against the law. So it doesn't, it doesn't, of course, they taught them how to make illegal potions. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Um, <laughs> The thing is, is this is, this is supposed to, I mean, in, in, um, I don't remember, it's been this long since I've actually read the books, but are there wards on Hogwarts? Well, the implication is it's the same, well, you know, they never actually, the only wards that actually get mentioned in the books are the wards at the bank and the wards on Harry Potter's house that I remember. I'm sure so, Hogwarts is warded, but I don't remember any particular specific information about them. Because, you know, Harry Potter didn't actually care. Well, no, he didn't. But the, the reason I'm wondering is, okay, the anti-muggle wards are on Hogwarts. Okay, so that's... But there has to be it. more. You would think. Because they light up in the movie, right? When the When the Death Eaters are trying to get in. Yeah, and the girl's star case, um, um, staircase is spelled to prevent boys from going up it. Uh-huh. But what I would say is that I imagine that um, love potions are not illegal at less in certain, certain circumstances. Like if you potion another wizard's wife and that wizard has a lot of power, you're going to jail. If you potion a pureblood wizard's daughter... And get her pregnant, you're going to jail. Unless you're a pure blood and you marry her. Oh, that's just I mean, that, that's what that's how I really think that shit works in Britain. Mm-hmm. There's no telling how it works in other countries. Yeah. It's how it worked for years in, in law, too. So anyways. Okay, so it's one so o'clock. What, it's this is true. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the the one that I find out fascinating out of all of these options that we've discussed today is Armand. It would be really an interesting story to write if you go back that far in time. Um, but yeah. I think it would actually be a very short story as well. Because, I mean, it would be like investigation, go back in time, kill Albus Dumbledore. Well, there could be some, some you know. Go to Hogwarts and apply for his job. <laughs> Just, I mean, get it. you know, <laughs> or ever how, you know, when he kills, you eventually go to Hogwarts and apply um, t- to be the transfiguration professor, um, mm-hmm. eventually offer Minerva uh, a mentorship. So she gets hers. Um, mm-hmm. Set her up with Jonah. Um, he marries. Maybe he has some kids. Eventually he becomes. And I think in the, in the, in the prologue would be um, Harry Potter sorting while Armand Deer watching 
from the headmaster's chair. Mm -hmm. That's where I would put it. Quentin Deadmarsh, yeah, Quentin, De um, Quentin Deadmarsh would have a list of people to kill. He would go back in time. He would kill them. Then he would go get a beer. <laughs> and sit there and just sip away. Enjoy. Tell me, Quentin, how was your day? It was it was actually quite long. Thank you. Can I have a beer? Have an ale. I'll take an ale. I'll take a pint and some soup and some bread and, this, and you know, and actually just just give me the mm -hmm. whole special. <laughs> I'd I'd like a I'd like a pint of ale, roast beef sandwich, rare. <laughs> Oh, I'd love and a roast beef sandwich. Bread. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. To start, I might, I, I might need more later. I used a lot of magic this morning. Yeah, busy day. If Thaddeus went back in time, the first thing he would do would be he would go to Privet Drive and he would kill Petunia Dursley. I don't know if he would kill Vernon. Probably, but he would definitely kill Petunia. He'd make it impossible for Dumbledore to leave Harry Potter in that house. He might yeah. also kill Dumbledore. <laughs> but Thaddeus Banner, um, in that circumstance, would I would write him as a vassal of the House of Potter. And his main and only goal would be to go and get Harry Potter. And everybody else, anybody who got in the way would be collateral damage. You shouldn't have gotten in my way. See what happens when you get in my way? You die. Why did you get in my way? Now I had to take time to clean up my mess. I'm going to be late. He wouldn't clean up his mess. He would call a house up for that. He's pure blood. No, no, no. no. I'm not talking <laughs> about I'm not talking about the mess of the dead body. It's the mess on him. <laughs> There's a charm for that. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. You don't want my negative attention. Don't do shit to draw my attention. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That is it. That is Thaddeus Banner in one sentence. That's fabulous. I love that, Queenie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I also like the one from Dirk. I'm late from yeah. You don't be late for a date with Piper. You're, <laughs> you're gonna pay a price for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Zale. Zale, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, oh, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. And um, I, I've, I, I have to go because I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> you go do that. And um, where, where the hell is Chad? Where the hell is Chad? See, I don't know why you keep losing him. I see him every time. <sighs> I get distracted. And also, I run my audio in one window and the chat in another oh okay well i run the app for my audio and I also uh -huh. that's where i start chad so i don't end up because in the past i would um end up actually clicking on the audio the, the podcast audio on my browser and i would throw myself out of the audio oh nuts that's yes, not good so i was separating okay. it out so you guys have a fantastic weekend and we shall catch you later say good night lady holder good night